too long. Welcome back, Beards Watch Podcast, episode 264, Charlotte's number one podcast recorded in the basement. Back in action, Jeeves Duvall. Let's see, two weeks ago, Duvall didn't show up and the Panthers lost. This past week, Jeeves was at the race, the Panthers lost, so y'all split the two losses at fault on that one. Jeeves, how you doing? I'm doing good, doing good. Had a had a good birthday weekend, like you said, I was at the race. Happy uh, birthday. Other than that, it was, it was a good week. Uh, if you're looking for me, I am Jeeves1988 on Instagram and Twitter. I know, Jeeves. We kind of slipped by. I forgot your birthday was this past Saturday before last podcast to wish you a happy birthday. Then you were too hungover Saturday to come get your birthday birio cart race in. Yeah. So it's good to see that you're finally recovered and able to talk and live. Oh, yeah. It was it was it was a good it was a good birthday weekend. All right, that's good. That's good. Duval, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good, man. I can't complain, man. You know, back to it. Um, another Tuesday, Jeeves again. Happy birthday! Um, if you're looking for me, uh, just Duval on Instagram. Ride versus Duval on Twitter. All right, and for me, it is Jro Nation on Twitter and Instagram. The Beards Watch Podcast on Facebook. And you can find our podcast on Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes, all that good stuff. And then our YouTube with our brewery reviews, our reaction videos. We're almost crisp. We're creeping up to a thousand where we might be able to make some beer money for these beerio carts and these uh, and the beer to cover for these watch parties. But we're getting there. But go subscribe to our YouTube. They see me rolling. And then if you're really feeling frisky, you can go buy a t-shirt, all that kind of stuff as well. All right. For our guest tonight, he was the one who hooked us up with the independents. Uh, getting us, we we didn't get to go to the game. He had tickets for us, but with the the Cowboys and the Panthers playing and all that kind of stuff, we said, "All right, we got to rain check that." But he hooked us up with our guest a couple weeks ago, and so then we had to have him on his own pod too. CJ, man, how you doing? I'm doing good, man. I, I appreciate you guys uh, bring me out here. Plus, also the interest here at the Independence. Hey, rain check. So we got two more games. I'm hoping I can get you guys out. Brand new venue, as you guys know, um, this season. Two left game, two games left in the home season. Uh, team's looking at a playoff push. So, you know, it's been really good. Enjoying some soccer. Happy to talk about some more sports going on on my teams. I'm a Washington guy, so who knows what's going on over there in the NFL. So, <laughs> so before we can dive, in, we'll dive into all that, let's get to know you. Because this is the first time, besides just shooting some DMs back and forth on Twitter, first time we've all kind of met you. So, you know, where are you from? What's your background? All that good stuff. Yeah, man. Um, so, CJ, of course, young guy, 22. I uh, was born in Brooklyn, New York. So, okay. came over here in Charlotte with family. Been growing up here in North Carolina. Uh, absolutely love the state. Um, just finished up in college, actually, not too long ago at NC State. So, go Wolfpack. Okay. Football team there is playing really well. Finally, finally beating Clemson. Um, hopefully you guys were able to catch that. Oh, yeah. Um, so a little storm in the field action and stuff like that. It was awesome. Um, but now just just trying to find my groove, man. Just started working full time. Uh, fresh out of college, just feeling really good to, to feel responsible and feel, you know, mature about things. Uh, so, of course, I'm with the Charlotte Independence. Um, learning a lot with uh, the people there and um, working in sales. A lot of people scared of, of taking skills and stuff when it comes to um, people that work in the sport industry. Not necessarily scared about something they don't enjoy, but it's been an awesome experience and super thankful for that. Um, and now I'm here on the podcast, actually, for you guys I don't know, geez, and, and um, my bad. What, what was your name? Oh, Duvall. 
Duval, Duval, Duval. I can remember that. Hey, listen, I just went to Jacksonville the other day. I don't know if you guys have been to Jacksonville, but crazy, crazy experience. That city is nothing like I would envision, but good times. But yeah, um, so yeah, that's my story, man. Um, here and just excited to talk some sports and, and whatever we got going on in this podcast. Yeah, man. It's so. Yeah, you're fresh. I mean, you're straight 10, 11 years younger than us. So you're fresh out of college, fresh out of NC State. Now, where'd you go? And you you said you moved out from Brooklyn, then to North Carolina. Where'd you grow up in North Carolina? Yeah, um, actually, I'm, I'm back in my hometown right now. I'm in Harrisburg, North Carolina. It's a okay. small town, but growing really fast. It's not too far from UNC Charlotte, if you guys are familiar with that school. Um, so I'm, I'm not too far from there. So Charlotte's really my home. Uh, and then spent some time in Raleigh. I was actually my first time for college for three years. Um, much different experience, but both really awesome cities. Nice, nice. So was this, when you got out of college, you kind of just, did you stumble into independence? Were you looking at sales jobs, or how did that all come about? Yeah, man. Um, like I've, anyone would say that the key for me was definitely networking. Uh, I really took the initiative like in college to try to meet people and and talk to people, get my face in front of people, really conversating and, and building relationships, you know, because that way you learn and, and these people will really help you out and, and point you in the right directions. Um, definitely want to surround yourself with the right people. Um, so fresh out of college, just, you know, I was doing free internships and non-paid internships for a while, which was really good experience. And with that, you know, they people that, that, that take you on in, in those roles, like they really want to show you a lot of stuff. Um, so... Being able to do that for to have like some real real world experience a year ahead than most graduates was really helpful for me. Um, and then I just was able to come across a sport marketing job with a company called Bespoke. Um, so it's a sport marketing agency. I was able to to come across them, saw some some full time internships that they had, and I was just putting out applications at the time after college. So was able to land that. Had a great interview and had a wonderful experience there. Learned a lot about what agencies do and sponsorships and um, a lot of the business around sports, um, especially things that the average consumer doesn't really think about or watch uh, when watching sports. Uh, and then just at the end of my internship, came across this independence position, knew how much that I've been getting into soccer. Uh, and also just, we all know that, you know, soccer's coming to closer and closer doors and we're, we're really trying to get people out there to, uh, get into the sport and build a community. Uh, so super excited for Charlotte FC that's coming um, yeah. next season. Um, I'm sure you guys might be able to catch a game, and if not, I hope definitely suggest that you do so because it's going to be a lot of energy and a lot of excitement and fun. Um, so just knew I wanted to be a part of this growth and in, in this sport, and and here I am. So you were you in college during the COVID when it first started, right? Um, I was actually on the back end of my okay. My college undergrad, so that was good and bad. You know, yeah. bad. It's like, hey, senior year. You know, you know, you, 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 It's all come down to this. It's like my last year. I gotta have the most fun I, I could have. And yeah, a lot of experiences plus bittersweet because there's a lot of people you're not gonna see, and uh, just also your senior class is really trying to work hard and knock it out, finish strong. Um, but yeah, it was tough with the online stuff. And I would say being able to stay home and when I walked to walk to class was kind of nice for about a week or so. <laughs> but then you're like, man, you know, I, this, I miss that. I miss campus. I miss the smells. I miss the, the people, the girls sometimes. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah. Especially um, that, 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 that winter turn to springtime, man. Oh, uh, the sundresses yeah. come out. It's a wrap. Yeah, it's like a 
breath of life into campus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was because, you know, Duval. we all graduated. Uh, obviously, Duval went to AT. I went to USC Greensboro. We graduated 2011. Nice. We always talked about that during the pandemic. When we'd have little kickbacks here in the in the basement yeah. or whatever, and be like, "It's tough. I can't imagine those last, like you say, year not being able to at least kind of experience that last little bit." Because there's nothing like college in the world. Like I know a lot of people right. say, "Oh, it, it can be nothing. it can be expensive, depending on your debt situation, all that." But I just yeah. think the experience yeah. of going and living that and you gain so much other than just the classroom knowledge, just the right. people, the social. There's no other experience like that, being able to just wake Nothing. up, roll out of bed, go to class. Like you said, stay up to however late you want. Talk to whatever girls you want. Like it's just – or whatever whatever floats your boat. You can kind of do whatever you want to float your boat. So that had to be tough exactly. that last year, man. Yeah, and that's, that's spot on. That's what a lot of me and my friends say is just, you know, super thankful for all those experiences because it's just – Nothing like it. And, yeah. you know, there's no experience like it, you know, good and bad, and a lot of things that you learn from. So it's it's great. So now, uh, oh, go ahead, Duval. I, I was just gonna say, you know, kind of just speaking on that last year, just not kind of having that exposure to really enjoy your last year because your last year you're kind of going out with a bang. You know your classes, you know what you need, you know the expectations, you know the internships, you know the volunteer yeah. community service that you have left over. You know, can you take back, like, like based off of that last year that you were kind of finishing up at NC State, like, what was, I guess, something that you kind of just, because COVID took so much away, what's the one thing that you're like, okay, I wish I could get this back, and that maybe you didn't get in the first three years that you were looking forward to doing that, that final year? Yeah. Um, honestly, for me, it was just having a full schedule and having – I wouldn't say I don't have a purpose now, but really having a goal and purpose for that last year. Like for me, I was, I had gotten accepted into a program to move to Chile in South America. Yeah. Um, so that was just going to be a total flip for me and something like I, like I said, I'm from New York. I've been to some places, my family's from Puerto Rico. So I've been there a couple of times, but to go move down there and live there for a couple months was going to be crazy. And that was just going to be the start of my last year. Yeah. Um, so, and I, I was telling myself moving like before this was, as it got closer and closer coming up, but like, this is going to set my, my last year, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm going to live three months in another country working for an internship and um, practicing another language, being in an entire different culture, another part of the world. And then right when I get back, you know, it's, grind time right into senior year school um so really just having that and then being able to have like i had an internship lined up that was supposed to be a person that got canceled um and then football games in the last um but also just i had moved i had selected an apartment in a certain area that was near the city of raleigh like very close but also in between campus um so i was just very excited to have that connectedness to the city plus campus um, my last year, so that was a really huge thing for me. Um, so I would say that. So yeah, that would. So you get how? Explain to me. You mentioned earlier that you were a Washington fan, but you grew up in New York. How in the world did you stumble to <laughs> be a then Redskins fan, but now a Washington football team fan? Yeah, um, I. It's. I'll tell you this. I'm all over the place. So. But I love the teams that I love. I don't jump around. It's just things I came across. So really, it started in the Clayton Porter, Santana Moss area. Era. Those were two players, and Sean Taylor, of course, uh, rest in peace to him. Yeah. Um, uh, but those three players, like, were just people that I was just like, whoa, like, when I want when I play football, like, I'm trying to be Santana 
trying to be Clayton Portis. I'm trying to be Sean Taylor. Like, yeah. Those are players I really looked up to. Um, but my other teams, like I like Michigan football. That's another college team that I grew up loving, and I still watch them devotedly. Um, just with them in Washington, it was really big on uniforms. I, as a kid, like okay. the uniforms <laughs> that I would see on TV were going to get it. So Michigan and their helmets with the wing helmets, and then Washington, the color scheme. And I love the Redskins logo and the, the rich history that it had. Um, I also actually had a bus driver who gave me a signed um, – Dirk Dysman, um, uh picture, and it was signed by him. Um, so he gave me that, and that was what really got me into Washington. Um, but the only team that I like from New York is the Yankees. Another diehard this postseason were just yeah, very, yeah. very, very <laughs> makes me want to punch the wall, but it's, it's, it's since July is what I expected. You know? yeah. Nothing was looking too good, so I didn't really uh, get my, my hopes up with this team, but yeah. So, but being a Washington fan and being living in New York, that had to be tough. Or were you still too young and you weren't really a fan yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I only lived. I was. I lived in New York for about four years. So okay. Charlotte is definitely my home, but still Panthers fans. You know, there's some Washington fans here because they're not too far. The DC area is not too far. Yeah. Um, but yeah, not not. There's not as many as it would be. So it's always been kind of weird. And you know, New York would definitely be worse. Because um, of the Giants, but there's honestly a lot of Giants fans here. Yeah. Um, and it's weird because I mean I obviously don't like the Giants and I dislike them to a point, but it's like if they win, I still like all right, good. Like and when they won the Super <laughs> yeah. Bowl, like I felt good about that. Like I still have that that New York tie that I, I still appreciate them as a team. Jets, they're just forget about them. I think about New Jersey with them. <laughs> <laughs> so, that do you see yourself staying? in Charlotte for a while, or are you just more open to whatever pops up next? Yeah, um, great question. I was actually thinking about that recently. Um, so, a lot on my mind. Uh, honestly, you know, I originally thought after college I was going to stay in Raleigh. I really love the area, and I just felt like I had, well, I'm here for, I've been here for about four years now, and I just feel comfortable here. Uh, but, again, wasn't able to really land any luck with jobs there, and First opportunity came, you know, when you're young and fresh out of college, you're just kind of taking where you can get, and that's what I did. And luckily, it was also a really good experience. So brought me back to Charlotte, and I've uh, been here for about a year and a half now, and I feel back at home again. I feel more comfortable. It's nicer now that I was younger. I was in high school and middle school growing up here, and then I left. You know, five years went by, but those, as you guys know, those five years were very, very life-changing as a person, and now I come back and I feel like it's just a whole different experience for me in Charlotte because, again, you know, I didn't go uptown, for one example, yeah. uh, much when I was that age. And now there's just local bars, really good restaurants, uh, sporting events, just events going on all the time, concerts, festivals. Uh, so it's, it's just really enjoyable. And, you know, there's so many people, too, that you can just meet from all walks of life, which I also had in Raleigh. But it's just been feeling really comfortable here. But uh, definitely – do foresee myself moving somewhere so in the future uh, I want to get out and try to really step out of my comfort zone and maybe I like one place is like the west coast and um, maybe a Colorado area that I've been meaning to to, to take a look at because it seems like just learning about like the city of Denver for an example has caught my eye and just learning about um, what the quality of life is like and um, what what how much money worth is there compared to here so uh, definitely keeping my eyes open. It's a lot more green, a lot more green out there. 
A little bit of those, those, that herbal that herbal life can help you out out there a little bit, you know. I got a I got a buddy of mine I went to college with. He actually was on the podcast probably about a year ago, and he moved out. He actually did a big road trip all across, all up and down, and then stayed in different places. And we talked about that on the podcast. Uh, Chris Lucci, and then he actually lives. I think it is Denver now, and yeah. his thing is he he just likes the people out there. They seem a little more mellow. That could be because of the higher atmosphere or the, or, the, or the air quality or something. Yeah, or the, you know, whatever they got that's legal out there. But, you know, it definitely seems to be, if that's your vibe, he, he definitely spoke highly of it, no pun intended there. But um, I definitely think if you get a chance, go out there and venture, man, because it seems to be a cool – we have another group of friends that moved out there too. So, yeah, it's a cool little spot. I hate that they yeah, beat the, the Panthers in the Super Bowl, but, you know, that's another conversation for another day. Yeah, hey, hey, Manny, Von Miller. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, and, and I was going to kind of add to that, you know, with you just kind of being open-minded to kind of just adventure. I mean, at, at your age, I mean, you have no limits to where you can go. I mean, you can kind of pick up and go. You've got family here. If you wanted to go back to Raleigh, you could go to Raleigh. If you wanted to go further south to Atlanta or Jacksonville, Miami, um, you can do it. It's still not too far away. Or if you wanted to go to the West Coast went to California, somewhere colder, Seattle, something like that. There's always an option. And, I mean, kind of in the field that you're kind of pursuing, there's sports everywhere. I mean, right. you can take what you've learned in soccer and translate it somehow to baseball, football, you know, all those types of things. So I think that, you know, having that open mind is always really good. And then you kind of still have that city feel because you're not too far outside of Charlotte. Harrisburg is damn near Charlotte. Yeah. Um, and Raleigh's – a pretty decent sized city too. So, uh, you know, not a bad, not a bad opportunity. So, uh, you know, kind of just sounds like you've got a kind of a good plan. I'm pretty sure, you know, the pandemic has kind of hindered a few things. Um, but you know, I mean, being able to kind of fall into the lap of an, an opportunity with the Charlotte independence has been really good too. So. Yeah. yeah as the wise 32 year old Duvall, just keep, you know, yes. don't, don't, <laughs> If you hey. ain't got nothing holding you down, go do it now. Yep. Yeah. And there we go. That's exactly what I need to do. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. So what else do you do outside of work? What's, what's your other hobbies? We talked about your sports team, but what else are you interested in outside of, like, work life and everything? Yeah. Um, super big on exercising. I've been trying to get really more in tune with, um, you know, trying to be learn like, out of the box exercises and stretches and stuff. I okay. hurt my back. I hurt my back like two years ago, hurtling something. And ever since then, I've just been trying to restore myself by just doing like yoga and different stuff like that. You know, yoga. I mean, not yoga. Yoga has been really big for me. Uh, I've been doing it for. I actually just started kind of recently, about a couple of weeks ago. Um, so that's been really good. And other than that, I've been trying to do uh, fishing. I've gotten into as well. Uh, and then I've been trying to pick up a hobby right now with carpentry, and uh, that's what I've been doing with my my roommate. We've been we made a, a beer dye table, actually. Um, so we made we made that just to start off something small. Um, I'm hoping that I can use that and maybe have that as something I can work with my dad. I want to try to do something with my dad because I feel like it's, it's it's been a while since I've done something with him like um, together and maybe like as a because he doesn't really look to go out and stuff like that. Um, but other than that, just uh, I just really like to go out and get food 
love food. <laughs> <laughs> as it sounds, but I've been, I, I have actually, <laughs> I've been trying different spots in Charlotte. And I'm trying to put something together like a blog or something like this. I had podcast ideas. This is one of the main reasons why I wanted to be, I wanted to be on this podcast because I wanted to start a podcast too and try to cater it towards like, you know, things about Charlotte, but just really like on food yeah. and stuff like that around Charlotte that people like just like to hear like quick stuff that people are coming in the area to Charlotte or just have been here for a while. I don't know very much about what's going on. Um, and they can tune in that and, and hear some good stuff. Nice. So we'll give you a quick little test or question then. What would you be right now? Your top three places to grab a bite to eat in the Charlotte and surrounding areas. Okay. Um, I would say two of them, they're kind of different. One place is called Thai Taste. It's a small Thai spot in very close to the city in Uptown. Really good, fresh food, very natural. Um, it's just, it doesn't make you feel bad after you eat. <laughs> and what I meant by it, yeah. natural, I should say. Um, and then a second one would be Essex Bar and Bistro. It's a little bit kind Essex of is more upscale. Yeah, Essex is really good. I went there. I've been there twice. Really impressed with their food and their drinks. It's everything's very well put together. It's, you can taste like everything in the meal that they include. It's very high quality. I loved it. Um, and then a last one. You know, uh, there is a Puerto Rican restaurant in University called Poppies. Okay. Um, Freshly, it's, they have not been around for very long. So if you want to try some good Puerto Rican cuisine, that's a really good place to go. So I feel like I've place. I feel like I've seen that one advertised before. Yeah, it's. Uh, you said it's university. Like, is, is it Wild Wings? Was okay. It's right there. With, okay, yeah. Because I want to say it's, it's, it's like close. Sex Grilling Wings. Okay. Near the library. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Which library and university? It's yeah, as soon as you go like, through the light, it's right there. You, yeah. you ain't never go to that library? Don't there's a hospital, the, too. Yeah, the hospital. Yep. That's it's where. right behind the hospital. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, right behind okay. the hospital. Yeah, I, know where, I know where you're at now with the hospital. Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah okay. it's right behind the hospital. Okay. It, I just say Buffalo Wildwings. There's like IHOP, too, and um, a couple other places that have been there for a while. So. In that shopping center. Yeah, I know mm-hmm. exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, okay. Right. I know where you're at now. Okay. All right. Okay. Best, best place to get drinks in. Like if you if you're taking a sweet thing out or a first date or whatever, where where's the top top couple places for that? Yeah, you know I'll give I'll give two that I I was that I was impressed by and had a good time at. There was this one place called Southbound. It's kind of it's a Latin restaurant, but it's not really Latin. It's a little bit more white Latin, I guess. So I don't like to use that term, but you know what I'm trying to say, I guess. Um, not to be inappropriate anyways, but that place is really good. The place is really nice. Drinks are awesome. They're super. They're always running drink specials all the time. Um, so that's awesome. And then they've been coming out with a lot of rooftop bars. I actually went to this place called uh, Novelty House not too long ago. That's fairly new. Uh, I really like that place. And there's another place called Aura Rooftop that's near the Bank of America Stadium. Okay. Um, it's at the top of the JD, JW Marriott in downtown. Um so that was super nice to get drinks because it had a really good view. It's starting to get cold now, so it's a little bit of a different story when you're five, six stories up. Um, but really, really nice scene and uh, a good seating area and a lot of space. Um, so that was definitely – I went with a small group of, like, four people, and I thought that that was really nice. But it was something that you could 
dress up a little bit, but not too much, but also just go enjoy drinks with some friends. Nice. So if you had to plan like a, a perfect day, a Saturday out, you start, you, you, you plan it from the moment you wake up all the way till you end it at 2, 2 a.m., unless you go later to some of those fine breakfast establishments Duval likes to frequent back before COVID, <laughs> you can include that too, or you can finish off where you want to finish off at 2 a.m., how what would you line up for breakfast, lunch, dinner, and in between? So just like activities or food or both? All mixed all together. If you line it up, like money was no no there was no limit, no budget, unlimited budget, how would you stack it up? Yeah. Definitely if you're gonna have a great day, you're gonna have to wake up early this. Yep. That's the most important Absolutely. Part. <laughs> so you're getting up early, seven, eight AM at the latest, um, having a strong breakfast. Okay. Like I mean, you're having a little bit of everything. You're having fruits to get you some sugar and antioxidants. No, but where are we going for breakfast? Oh, I think it's a home cooked kind of thing. Oh, okay, okay, all right. Oh, okay, okay, okay. All right. So you Fair start, enough. you know, you, oh, you said unlimited okay. money, but I'm gonna spend the check at the grocery store. Okay. So, so another, so, so no, another broken egg, no, no, nothing like that. Ooh. You know, I like See? those, but when it comes to breakfast, it's just like, I feel like it's. You can, it's just not, there's not a much, there's not a big scale for breakfast, you know, so Ooh, like okay. back at a restaurant, it's going to be all the way over here, and my home cooked meal is going to be over here, you know, I might feel that way for lunch and dinner. I feel like breakfast is a little bit smaller, so it's, I, I like this, I like this conversation here, because now that you say that, I can respect that, because you're kind of right, sometimes breakfast, no matter what, the, like you said, you can about make everything and feel like you can get it close and enough. Up. Right, but yeah. like, but if you go to certain restaurants, there's no way I can make a, a Brazilian steak or some other cu- exactly. cut of meat or something crazy if I don't have all the right utensils slash cooking ware. But breakfast, you can throw eggs on a, a exactly. grill, eggs on a stove, French toast. Anybody can kind of do that as long you as you, you can make an omelet. You can make potatoes. Yeah, you can make French toast. You can okay. make waffles. Yes, that's very true. That's true. All and right. It's, part, it's also another big part is just the experience. You know, if you want to have a good day, to start off your day like cooking, it's just like it gets you in a good mental state. You know, you're feeling good. You're, you're paying attention to all this food. You know, you're keeping your, you're, you're you're getting your mind moving at okay. the end of the day. It makes you at least I enjoy it. It makes me feel really good. Make a little cup of coffee, tea as well. Fruit, like I said, eggs for sure. Bacon too. Why not? It? Why not go at it? Um, gotta do some type of bread. Um, so definitely that's how I would start the morning. Lunch is okay. where we can start to go hard. You gotta have something that can have some nice drinks. Uh, definitely going for something hot. Definitely want to like something off a, off, a, off a stove. I like Mexican for sure. So maybe like some fajitas or tacos. Something that's easy to pick up and eat. You don't have to sit down and enjoy it. That's something I want to do for dinner. Okay. Um, in between, gotta get a rest game, watch some sports for sure, and probably get some type of exercise and just... <laughs> That's, I got to do it every single day. If it's a group, then we can do that. So, uh, And then dinner, got to go hard with a, a nice Italian, something I can drink some wine and get ready for the night, dress up. Um, got to have a, a small uh, – I'd say I like to get ready with other people, not in that same room, but just being in a room where everyone's getting ready and getting ready for the night. We go out to the kitchen, maybe have uh, make a couple of drinks ourselves. Uh and then take an Uber, be responsible, always. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, just somewhere with music. Gotta have music. I'm a very lively person. I don't like. I don't get attracted to going to bars that don't really have action or movement going around. There's a lot of places where it's nice if you're gonna go with a small group, but if you're looking to socialize and stuff like that, 
Um, I definitely like to find somewhere with music that I because once I once I get a couple of drinks in me, you know, it's, it's, it feels good to move, it's good to, to dance, release some energy. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Now you brought up this just kind of dawned on me because you are like eleven years younger than us. <laughs> you you we came up when, when we were in college. Uber was like kind of just starting, where it was just in the big big cities, and Lyft and them like. I remember they were like, all right, Lyft's testing this weekend here in Charlotte. And I think that was like 2011 or 12 or whatever it was. And it was only like if you were on 485 or 77 and stuff like that. You brought up a good point where you were like, be responsible. And people still make dumb mistakes no matter what or whatever. But you've kind of grown up in the – all through college, Uber's been there. How – I mean, for us it was cabs and cabs would charge you out to ass. Now Uber's kind of got – they still do. Yeah, Uber. Yeah, and Uber's kind of gotten reckless on some things. On it, you know, if you're trying to go out on New Year's Eve, get ready to spend two hundred on an Uber all the right. way back. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, Damn. but how for us growing up, it was like, hey, be safe, don't drink and drive, take a cab, or you know, your parents will always be like, hey, call me no matter what, I'll figure yeah. a way to get you. How was that? You yeah. growing up with Uber, where that kind of, you know, no matter what, if you was underage drinking or whatever, had that in the back of your mind, we're like, hey, at least we could try to. Spend, if we all pool our money together, it's a lot better than walking or someone getting a DUI or whatever. Always. I, I mean, for me, yeah, definitely in high school came across that. I had, you know, I wasn't, I was never afraid to, to call my parents ever because I know that was, that would always be the better choice. You yeah. Know, and they, would, they would feel better about <laughs> what I did in my situation if doing so. So I, that did, I did have that a couple times. Um, but to be honest, I, for me, my main priority every time growing up that I knew that there was going to be a night of, of alcohol consumption was just finding a place to stay. Yeah. Um, even if it because yeah. I knew I slept in some of the weirdest places <laughs> in, in places that you just don't want to sleep, but I sucked it up because it was just one night, a couple hours. Figured out one time I it was during the winter I had to sleep in a car Ooh. that wasn't even mine, and man, it was for reason. No blanket, nothing. I that was. It was like Independence Day, and it felt like for me, the movie. <laughs> um, it was just, it was, it was, it was, it was bad. But you know, that's for me. It's just, yeah, you gotta don't be afraid to call people, and and if you just gotta stay somewhere, just do it. You know, even as long as yeah. you're in a safe environment, obviously, um, definitely don't feel like you need to rush back because everything your life could always wait for those couple of hours. Um, mm-hmm. So. So the other question I have, and you might have touched on it on the top, but how did you stumble across our podcast? Oh, uh, that's a good question, man. I know I was doing research, but I want to say, how did I run across your podcast? Because I remember I was doing some research. Oh, yeah. So it was actually online and on Sound on SoundCloud because I was I I did a podcast in college with who actually works with me now is the one that reached out to you, Matt Spear, our development ambassador. He used to work for the Richmond Kickers, and I connected with him. We, you know, we would talk to him sometimes, and I invited him and did a podcast with him. So I looked up, like, Charlotte Area's podcast and sport podcast in Google and also on social media, and that's how I found you because I was like, you know, it would be a great idea to reach out to somebody that talks about sports, that has a community following about people that watch and listen to sports about Charlotte. But it had to be something small, yeah. Because I knew the big podcasts were not really going to be much of a help, yeah. So I wanted to see for for the little podcasts around the area that talked about this. So luckily, yours came up in the Beard Watch, and I had to go on and find 
um, you on LinkedIn and your Twitter. So I found that on Twitter. Uh, did some investigation. Uh, went on your, your your SoundCloud, checked you out a little bit, and uh, just reached out. I was like, hey, Charlotte Depends, brand new soccer. You know, soccer's growing in the city. It'd be cool to talk to. Yeah, man. That's I was, it was just wild. I remember, like I said, I was telling Jeeves about it earlier in Duval yeah, and yeah. how I was at I was on vacation uh, with my wife's family and stuff, and you you sent the message, and it's always funny how people stumble across it. And it is yeah, it yeah. is interesting, like you said, it, people think it is kind of easy to do a podcast and in, in, in theory, you know. But as with anything, it takes a little bit of work, and it is yeah. you know a grind. Duval had one, and it kind of some of his buddies moved away, and then he kind of helped join this one and. We've talked different things from sports to Game of Thrones to all that kind of stuff. So it is, and, and like, you know, everyone thinks they're going to be the next part of my take. And that's just very, very hard to do. Slash, yeah, sure. unless you've got a, a almost billionaire behind you, backing you and letting you unlimited. And, and it's it's very hard. So, yeah, it is. Yeah. So, and, and it's, a, it's a grind too. If, and like I said, for, and Duvall and I always talk about, like I said, if it's three people listening or a hundred people listening, we're still once a week shooting the breeze, chopping it up, and being able to just to talk kind of what we want to talk about. And and for me, being in the you know the TV business, it's a good way to get my creative outlet out. Because though I'm not on air there, I'm able to not really have a boss here besides just shooting it with Duval and, and Jeeves here. And same thing with our YouTube, where we're not, no one's telling us like, oh, you can't do that. I mean, besides doing something insanely yeah. illegal, but we're able to kind of do yeah. what we want, shoot beerios. And react and just have fun, you know. So that's the key is just exactly. having fun. So I appreciate I you reaching that. out, man. Yeah, no, thank you guys. I mean, that's I love to hear that. I mean, just dudes talking, yeah, <laughs> whatever. So. Well, definitely. Okay, so here's another thing. Then, what is the first game system, video game system you play? Yeah, well, that's a good question. That's a good question. My very first one. Like, like um, I've had a lot of systems. I, I'm a big video game guy. Um, but like I've the first one you remember. I think the oldest one is, I don't know what's older because I don't remember my years. I had a PlayStation 1, a Dreamcast. So whatever is older, I had a GameCube, all the DSs, all the Nintendo. I think Dreamcast is older, isn't it? I think it is. I had a Dreamcast. Yeah. Well, the, the P, it came out with the PS2, right? No, Dreamcast? I, Dreamcast, I thought, was it PS2 or PS1? I thought that came out before... GameCube. Jeeves, you got the Google, you the Google man. Dreamcast is before GameCube, for yes. sure. Yeah, because yes. I think Dreamcast was right after the N64. Let's see. And that makes sense. So yeah. then it was Dreamcast, then it was PlayStation 2. Yes, I'm pretty sure. Okay, because yeah, I think Dreamcast was like 2000, 2000, oh, nah. so around 1998. Yeah, 98. Oh, it was 98? Two years yeah. after, the, the N64 came out in 1996. So it was two years yeah. after the 64. Oh, and then the PlayStation 1 is... Oh, it says PlayStation was introduced in 94. Yeah. Okay. PlayStation 1 was 94 before Nintendo. Because they also okay. had... Super, before the 64. Because Nintendo had that original Nintendo, then Super Nintendo, then N64. 64, yeah. yeah. So you got GameCube. So if you played Birio Kart here, you'd, we'd probably have to do the Double Dash. Yeah. That sounds like a lot of fun. GameCube, GameCube Mario Kart over um, the Wii any day. Yeah. Ooh. I, okay. <laughs> I'll say so. We we race we race double dash and the sixty four because when you do four player, it allows just four players. The Wii one when you do four player, you have to face all the other twelve or twelve or ten whatever uh, computer players. 
Yeah, I don't, I don't know if you guys heard of it, but a couple of years ago they came out with the mini. I didn't want to say it was sixty-four. I had pre-downloaded games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like thirty of them. Um, I actually got my hands on that, so we have one of those um, machines at the house. So I played some games like Donkey Kong. They had on there Mario Luigi original, um, but it has thirty pre-downloaded games, and they came out with that fear. So I, I swooped that up. Um, so that's super dope. If you guys can look into that and yeah. see if that's something that piece out there because it was affordable too it was like very very cheap yeah the little the, the, the small like i think it was a travel yeah. super nintendo or something like that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. one of my one of my roommates got one of them and it's it's pretty badass yeah, <laughs> yeah it is no they, they did a really good job on it so yeah so if yeah if we ever got you on siberia we'd have to throw the double dash but that is no one that's that's the age difference their, their dreamcast being your first one because what when were you born like 98 I was born in 99. 99, okay. Ooh, ooh. So I have an older brother who was born in 93. See, so the older brother had the Dreamcast then. Yeah, all that stuff was passed out. <laughs> yeah. Because <for> sure. <laughs> yeah. I feel like but if Those you, were like the first things I've inter- I interacted with. Yeah. So you're all, then your go-to all-time system would be what? Uh, yeah. PlayStation. I've, I've had all the Playstations. It's been, I'm loyal to Sony and I loved all the games that they had. Um, actually playing um, Clash Bandicoot or Crash Bandicoot um, Skyro yeah Spot Um, really love those games okay so did you have the PS1 PS2 yeah I had PS1 2, 3 and I have a 4 now working on trying to get a 5 hey Duvall got the hookups man I become a millionaire Duvall Duvall somehow has both the Xbox and the PS1 million whatever the number we're at yeah I'm a Sony person, so I've got one through. I'm a Sony person, so I've got one through five, but then I've got the 360, and I've got the Nintendo nice. 64, yeah. and yeah. So, uh, listen, you gotta you gotta tell me how I can get this. Been okay, trying, okay. I'm trying, trying. I'm gonna become a millionaire before I get a PS5. What's gonna happen is Duval <laughs> just gonna send you a text. On a random Wednesday at three twenty-seven PM, be like, I got one ready Come to on drop. Yeah, you got you gotta you gotta meet me at this you gotta meet me at this park over here, and I got you. <laughs> so then, what was your what was your favorite Crash game? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, I had one on GameCube. I don't remember which one it was. Uh, I don't remember the names. I'm, I'm terrible with them. Um, but the one that I had on GameCube is definitely one of the my favorite crashes that I played like endless hours just all the time. Okay. Okay. Well, well, let me ask you this. So as a, as a, someone that had Dreamcast, I didn't, I never had Dreamcast, but I love 2k. Do you feel like NFL 2k is better? The, the, the NFL 2k that came out on Dreamcast, is it better than Matt, any Madden to that point? Like, I guess like 2005 or somewhere around there. You know, I would say, Oh, you're saying that the old 2K is compared with the old Madden or just Madden? Yes, 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 the old Madden. Oh, man. Because a lot of people will say the NFL 2K was by far the best football game that was made. It was good. It was really good. And then, I don't know, this is a later generation, but the street games were... were oh, yeah. Were NBA Street. Oh, absolutely. And NBA, yeah. NFL Street were fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. But honestly, the old Maddens were good, but... I think when we're going that far, I think Madden takes it when we're getting to like 07, 08, 09. But back then, I think the 2K Madden was better. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm talking about the beginning, like early 2000s and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I can agree with that just because, like, I know I remember how the the graphics and everything that you wanted, the style, the, the you were in the basically the head in the in the helmet in 2K. You know, yeah. all that type of stuff. And then Madden kind of took over once they started doing the, yeah. where you could do like the training camp and all that other type of shit. Well, that du- was when it was like, oh, well, okay. Duvall, you know they signed a deal with the NFL where they were licensed it, where they were the only, EA was the only allowed, the oh, only, yeah. was the only ones allowed to make the game. I did Which that. is why they don't have the NFL. Too. But, yes. But didn't they redo it? So now they're coming back out with I the think NFL so in too? a couple of years, but that's why for like they did a 10 year deal and then I think they re upped it and I think they're trying to work on not, you know, to have someone else do it. But the NFL is, I think, wants to just pay him a shit ton of money and I guess that's the, or EA is going to pay him a ton of money for the rights. So, but we'll see how it goes. EA's got, EA's got the money. <laughs> yeah. 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 But I, I just hope there's a way to take it. I hope there's a way that somebody can come in and compete with them so that then they're able to try and exactly. find a way to kind of really work on their craft. Because exactly. the thing is, is Madden, nobody had to worry about it. Yeah. You know, the mm-hmm. same with NCAA. Like, you know, it was just, well, NCAA is a totally different issue. But Madden, it was just like, okay, this is all we got. This is all we got. You yeah. know, the same with like 2K. 2K really hasn't had a competitor for the past seven, eight years because live fell off so damn bad. You know, they fell off a cliff, and I was just like, okay, nobody buys NBA Live anymore, even if they make, <laughs> you know, so, yeah. Uh, I see uh, the, the Game of Thrones poster you got back there. Listen, my, my parents, they watched the entire thing twice, and they own the disc. So oh, yeah. they love it. They're diehard, so I'm going to I'm gonna see I'm gonna see what's going on. So you haven't watched I'm it yet? I haven't. I've been lagging behind. Oh, uh, you got to get on it. Duvall has my complete set of DV or Blu-rays, so he can catch up as well. That was like my in-laws didn't know what to get me for Christmas, so every year they would just get me the new seasons. <laughs> they were like, all right, it's expensive, and he'll, he'll, he won't bitch about that. So here it was. So, But, yeah, you got it. That's what in there, the reason it's called the Beard's Watch is in the Game of Thrones series, it was, there's a the Night's Watch. So we kind of the guy yeah. the guy I originally started the podcast with he also had a beard so it was two dudes with beards and we came up because we initially started to break down Game of Thrones episodes and then obviously when Game of Thrones wasn't going on we talk sports life whatever it may be so right so when you're looking for candidates to come on the show is a requirement a beard no no we we'll, no. we'll, we'll <laughs> let anybody we'll let females come on we'll, it, it doesn't matter no matter what it's just kind of stuck and like. When the dude that started it with me, when he decided to, to leave, you know, I had a conversation with G's, Duvall, like my wife and people who've been on. I was like, should we change the name? Should we not? But we like the name. And it kind of was like, well, we've already done this brand. And it's not a huge brand, but I hate to just yeah. switch something no, all the way nah. up. You know yeah, what I mean? You gotta, so you got to stay the course. Yeah. It fits. Yeah, it does. It does. So, yeah, you're watching life, watching TV, video games, whatever, so. All right, so, Jeeves, you got the horn ready? Yeah, let me open the phone, yep. All right, hit it, Jeeves. <laughs> All right, so it's our Warehouse Distillery Wine of the Bridge notebook. CJ, I sent you the Excel sheet, Google sheet, to pick a question. You look at it, pick a question that is not highlighted in red. If it's got a name next to it, read the name. While you're looking through, we'll do a quick housekeeping on our NFL Pick'em Top 10 New number one this week, Caleb Combs at one, Wes at two, Jeff Hux at three, 
Uh, Amy Hurley at four, Lurs at five, Eddie Hutto at six, Tyler Frazier at seven, Logan at eighth, Greg and Kaylee at ninth, and Stevie's at tenth. I think I'm like twelfth or thirteenth. I didn't look where Duvall and Jeeves were. So I'm thirty-five somewhere down there, man. Damn. I'm still having bad weeks. <laughs> <laughs> so then you want me to just pick one? Yeah. I saw one earlier when I was looking through. Oh, if you've already got one, yeah, go ahead and fire away. If if you're feeling like uh, you want to pick two, then we can pick two. All right, I'm gonna pick two. Honestly, the one I picked earlier, I don't, I didn't. It was the 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 fuck Mary kill with the food. That one was funny. Um, <laughs> man, uh, ooh, there's a lot of good ones. Let's see here. Here, I'm gonna, I'll give you. I'll give you two. All right. You ask it, and then ask the first one. We'll all answer it, and then you go. Once we're done with that one, you can ask the second one. Okay. All right. I'll do the first one. Will be the Elon Musk offers me two tickets. Go ahead and read Today. it out for everybody. All righty. Elon Musk offers you two two tickets to be one of the first people to go to Mars, and you are going. And if so. Who are you taking with you? And I already easily know the answer to that question. Um, let me get back in here real quick. So the person that I'm going to take is actually my roommate. Um, his name is Joseph Ruizzi. He is a very, very, very interesting fella. Um, super boy. So he actually is a super fanatic for space and NASA and Mars and I don't know if you guys saw online a couple years ago that this company was actually doing like a raffle or a sign up for people to go and actually live on Mars. Yeah. Uh, for for a very long time, and there was thousands, tens of thousands of people signing up to literally give up their lives and just go live on another planet. Crazy. Um, but he, he he was somebody who was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna do that in a heartbeat." Like I would. He's just so curious, and I've never seen somebody just so focused <laughs> on that. So I think that if there was somebody that was going to keep me sane and, you know, comfortable, I feel like it would be him because he would just feel so comfortable and so into tune with what's going on that it would just make me feel like that and feel comfortable. So that's who I would take if I were to go to Mars. Okay. And I think it was Josh Hurley that put that one there, wasn't it? Was that the name Uh, next to it? Let's see. Yes, sir. It is Josh Hurley. Okay. All right. Well, is it pick one person or two people? Say is it pick one person or two people? Oh, uh, it says obviously two tickets to be one of the first. So wouldn't it be me and somebody? okay, you okay, okay. That's why I was making sure. So pick one other person. Oh, well, okay. This is this yeah. is uh, easy easy yeah. for me. Obviously, I mean, I guess it's tough. I got a wife and two kids, but we'll leave them. We'll leave them out. So obviously, everything they're coming regardless. So one other person besides them, we're going to go with the Noah Noah thing here. Family's already included. But I'll have to say, man, I guess I'll go with Cheeks, man. Cheeks is a guy. Uh, he's, he's, he's been on the pod a lot. Duvall knows him. Jeeves knows him. I mean, he he's just been a guy I've known since college, went through pledging together, all that good stuff. So if I had to pick one more person other than family members, that was, mm-hmm. that's who I would pick. And I would say Jeeves or Duvall, but I didn't want them to get into a fight and then get their feelings hurt and all that kind of stuff. So. It's all good, man. You know, I'll talk to you when you get back. Yeah. <laughs> I'll talk to you when you get back. All right, what uh, you got, James uh, or Duvall? Uh, I'll go. I, I would probably take uh, 
uh, my roommate from college, Cooley. Uh, the reason why is because one, if shit hit the fan, he would know what to do. Yeah. He's military, and you know he kind of has that kind of craziness. He would keep me sane, um, and also he'd always have liquor. So if everything got crazy, he'd be like, "Hey man, listen, let's take a couple shots and then we can just calm down." Um, and he would be all about living life on Mars. He'd be like, "Hey man, where the chicks at on Mars?" So that would be what he would be like. So uh, I definitely would have to say uh, it, it would be cool. So I was I was on the same boat as uh, CJ. My roommate now he is all about uh, space, science, and like astrophysicists and all that stuff that I have no idea about. But <laughs> it would basically be it would basically him teaching me everything exactly. on Mars. Exactly, and someone's better to listen to people. Like. Oh yeah! If you take your helmet off for this milliseconds, you're done. You're like you're you're toasted. Um, or <laughs> like you can you can do this, that, and the third up there, and it would basically be a teaching moment from the time we got there to the time we left. Um, he watches all those kinds of movies, reads all those books, and it would just be it would be a blast for both of us, but. It would definitely be a bigger blast for him because he, like CJ's roommate, he likes that kind of stuff. So I was I was on the same boat. Nice. All right, you got one more then. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Um, if would you rather win an Oscar or a Grammy? Was the second one that I saw on there. Uh, let's see who asked that question. Corey Webster. Okay, and an Oscar is acting, and a Grammy's music, right? Music, yeah. Okay. Ooh, that's a good one. Someone else want to start it off? Unless, do you know? I know for sure. Oh, then go ahead. Go for it. I got to do it with the Oscar. Just to be, to win an Oscar and be a well-renowned actor is, that's just next level. To be a, a, to be recognized for a movie, you know, that's something that people remember forever more than, I would say, a Grammy. Because Grammy and Reagan both have a lot of categories. But I just feel like there's a lot. There's an easier in for a Grammy, especially when I've been watching and seeing some of the people that win. But Oscars, it's just we're talking about the best of the best. Plus, acting is something that, like when I was growing up, is kind of what I wanted to do is be an actor. But I was didn't know how to get in and do all that. <laughs> you know, as a kid, I don't want to do go on the internet and find the academy or meet people and do all that stuff. I was a kid, um, but acting is something I've always loved. Definitely would pick an Oscar. Okay. Okay. I, I, I'm going to take a stab at this one, and I'm going to say I would prefer a Grammy. Um, just as a music guy, uh, just loving music, I think it, it it would be awesome. At the same time, me being so good at my music could put my music in a movie or have me in some type of scene where I could still possibly win an Oscar for a particular role, such as like, Jamie Foxx. Fox <laughs> I, you know, I knew Duvall was going to go Jamie Foxx route. That's his guy. That's his guy. So, so I, so I, would, I would say you, you, give me, you give me a Grammy. But no, no, not knocking an Oscar. Oscar's definitely big, too. But you give me a Grammy. And what's the uh, what did John Legend? Is this EGOTs? Where it's like an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, and a... Tony. And a Tony. 
They like yeah, only like what yeah. like a few people have that. Whether you yeah. get all four of them or whatever it is, so uh, Duvall makes solid. But I mean, like I said, either one would be great. But I think mm-hmm. I'll go with the Oscar because, you know, as as CJ said, I think being able to act in a movie. But I think both of them could work hand in hand too. Where if you mm-hmm. were an actor, I'm sure you've got some chops. You could throw a, if you get enough money, you could create your own album. But Duvall, mm-hmm. solid point as well. Where if you're the Jamie Foxx, well, Shaq won a Grammy. That's true. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's true. So it can make it happen if you just got the right connects and the right whatever. So, but yeah, I'll, I'll go Oscar as well. Jeeves. Wow. What a, what a feat. I'm, 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 I'm going to go Oscar as well, but not for the acting side, but, but for the directing side. Oh, of it. Whoa. Whoa. Look at Jeeves. Like, like, I, I, for, for me, I like to see the movies like, come together all at one um and if you're the director like you have a good you have the that is your movie and you feel good about the actors or actresses or whoever you get to come onto your movie and that portray whatever you're wanting to put out there and people's like oh shit that's a great movie you get an oscar for that that would be that would be top notch too, but then, like Duvall said, and we've all said, like you can, it can go hand in hand. Yeah. You could Grammy, you can also get an Oscar. So, but I would go Oscar for the directing side. Okay. Nice. Oh, Duvall, did we lose you there? Oh, Duvall's phone battery must have died. Battery all right. Uh, well, we'll see if he jumps back on, but. CJ, you got any uh, final thoughts, any questions, anything to finish off the pod with? No, I don't. Yeah, just I, I guess I would just say to the people watching, you know, thanks for watching. I hope you guys got to enjoy our shenanigans out here talking and maybe learn a little bit about me. Uh, my, my Twitter is CJ underscore Maldonado. Um, so feel free to follow me and interact. I'm always done to talk and meet the people. So. Again, thank you, Jacob and Jeeves and Duval for having me out here. And it's super nice to meet you guys. And hopefully, I can maybe see you guys at the stadium. Be happy to toss a couple free tickets to have you guys come out. So yeah, man, that'd be that'd be great. I hate we couldn't make it out to that game last week. It's just you know, as I was I was telling, was it yeah, Tim, right? So do you work do you work hand in hand with Tim, or you see him every now and then? Yeah, no, that's uh, kind of the thing I like about working with the smaller team where you're on a USL. Uh, Tim, our president, I get to work with every yeah. day. Direct my director as well, so. Yeah. So, yeah, he was, you know, it was, it was cool to talk to him. But then, yeah, just with kids and wife and everything, like nap time and right after the Panthers. And then they lost, and it was like, oh, Lord, I don't need to show up there angry, you know what I mean? But. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, hopefully, if if not if not this if not the these last couple games this season, hopefully you got to start back up in like February March if you're still there, unless you've yeah, you know good. moved on to greener pastures. We'll have to try to figure out. That's more of the downtime, no NFL and stuff like that. Get out there and get a crew and watch that because I definitely want to get that done. So, but yeah, yeah. I, pre- I appreciate you reaching out. Like I said, always down to have new people on the pod, get to know people on the pod, and then if you ever. Down to take a couple L's and Birio cart. We can get you over here, get some content, some video content, oh, or, man. or you know, if you want to come over and watch Washington lose to the Panthers here in about a month, you could join in on that content. <laughs> so we got a lot of a lot of L's you could take. 
why are you loading the clip here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Sounds good to me, though. All right, man. Y'all holler back at you. Appreciate you stopping through. Sorry we kept you up so late. I didn't want you to be no, late. No, you know, no worries. Uh, late. No, I'm all good, man. All right, good deal. Uh, let's see. I can't remember who finished it out. I think it was Duvall who finished it last week, or was it you, Jeeves? I can't remember either. Oh, well, then if Jeeves can't remember, then we'll just – since Jeeves missed the game, I don't know. Duvall, man, how are we in the pod? Peace. 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 To you